0: Hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show. I'm your host, Andy Humphrey, and this is episode 53. This one's going to be short, and I want to give a shout out to Joe Villareal from Park West Landscape in Temecula, California. And what we're going to do today is I'm going to play a message that Joe left for me and for you guys on the new Sprinkler Nerd hotline and down in the show notes on this podcast you can find the telephone number for the sprinkler nerd hotline and the hotline is there so that you can ask a question you can maybe Share a thought leadership statement that you have, maybe something that you're thinking about, how we can be better irrigators or better landscapers or, you know, really elevate the industry, um, or just tell me a joke. The Sprinkler Nerd Hotline is really just an experiment. And I want to thank you, Joe, for calling in, leaving your message. And I think. On today's episode, I actually want to speak to your message because I it, it generated a lot of thoughts in my mind and actually a lot of great content for future episodes. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to jump into the intro here, and then I'm going to play Joe's message that he left on the Sprankling Nerd hotline, and then we're going to talk about it. And it might be three or four or five minutes, something like that. But uh, I hope you enjoy this one, and uh, let's get right into the episode. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. Hey, what's up, Andy?
1: This is uh, Joe Villarreal calling you from uh,
0: Southern California, Temecula,
1: to digs and, um, I've been listening to you for now, you know, about a year or so, and I really like, uh, what you talk about and how you bring irrigation to the forefront. I've been in the industry for now about 20 years, not counting the times I would go to work with my dad, um, and he would, uh, have me work inside the, in, in the residence garage putting, uh, uh, sprinklers together, not knowing what they were. I just knew that you would be able to make some cool little, uh, uh, guns, toy guns with those, uh, sprinklers. So, um, but, um. I'm currently working for Park West Landscape out here in Southern California in the uh, maintenance side. One of the things I wanted to piggyback on what you just had mentioned in a a recent podcast was um, the importance of um, knowing about plants. And um, it's really cool that uh, we know how to, you know, address hydraulic issues and all that, but I think there's a lack of uh, us knowing what we're actually irrigating and uh, what those, uh, the water needs are for those particular plants that we're irrigating. The other thing, too, is um, somehow uh, showing our value to our customers. A lot of the times we're dealing with with different uh, clients, they don't see the value in, in having a good irrigator uh, do the repairs on, on the properties. Uh, they think that because they're they're Saturday guy, the guy that comes and uh, mows and blows the grass, uh, with with respect to the guys that actually know, um, they think it's just a sprinkler repair that they can pick up at Home Depot. So I think there should be more an emphasis on that. And I'm uh, really uh, uh, educating the customers out there what it is, especially now with the drought, how important it is to have someone that's qualified to fix uh,
0: sprinklers. All right. Thank you so much, Joe, for your feedback and your comments. And, you know, I just think, man, you got 20 years of experience and you know what I'm most interested in learning about and maybe what you can share with us is how to make these toy guns. That just sounds so cool. I can picture in my mind, I don't know, maybe some kind of a, a spray head that you've got a, a hose piped into. I really have, I, I can't quite picture it, but I would love to uh, to learn how to do that. That's pretty cool, man. And, uh, you know, 20 years in the business, you, you definitely have a lot of experience and have a lot to share. And we're gonna talk about that comes to the, the last comment that you said about how to add value or how to show the value. So so let's hold that thought for just a second. You know, one of the things that you mentioned was was knowing plants. And I did just speak briefly about this. I can't remember the exact podcast episode, but it is something that I think we should talk more about because knowing more about plants also reinforces the value because just cutting pipe together and knowing how to make repairs is only one part of the equation. As we've talked about before, we have electricity, we have hydraulics, we have horticulture, which is, in my opinion, horticulture is the plants, soil, water relationship. And so what do we focus on all the time? What do we do? We talk about water water, water, water. However, plants and soil uh, run in combination with the water. And let me give you an example. You could give the plants the exact right amount of water. And again, I'm just sort of spitballing here. So if I'm saying something that doesn't sound correct, let me know, give me a comment, send me a note. Uh, You could give the plants the right amount of water, but if their soil is shitty, that plant might be nutrient deficient the the soil could be so could be bound up so tight that the that the plant can't extract the water uh, or the nutrients and so giving the plant the right amount of water is only one part of the equation you have to have a good soil to hold that water and allow it to be available to the plant so those are kind of some of the things that that I see in my mind and you know, recently, it was probably about two or three weeks ago, we went through a dry spell here in Michigan. And it it was really interesting to see, even in my own yard, which I have very good head-to-head coverage, the differences in my soil profile, because it's not consistent. I saw areas, areas of my lawn that were both nutrient deficient, and could not hold the water as well as other areas in the yard, even though it's on the same zone. So what looked like it was drought stress was actually a a nutrient deficiency. So it wasn't going to matter how much water I applied. That area of, of turf was not healthy because of the nutrients and because of the soil. And so sometimes when we look around, and this would be Again, Joe, I think important for us to educate our clients and to provide that value so that we can, uh, number one, help them as much as possible. But number two, appear to look like we know what we're talking about is that when an area of turf looks uh, dry or going into dormancy, it may not be because of water. There could be um, pest damage, there can be many things, it's not just water. And so I think that what happens with homeowners specifically is they think it's a water problem. And what do they do? They apply more water. And that oftentimes is the worst thing that you can do because it can cause more problems. It can cause disease issues. It can cause so many other potential issues by applying more water to a problem that's not a water problem. And so I think you're absolutely right. I am uh, happen to have a degree in horticulture, which doesn't mean I know shit about horticulture. Most of what I know is just trial and error and learning over the years. But personally, I would love to know more about uh, turf diseases, um, insect damage, um, even weeds, how to control them. I want to learn more about turf because uh Everything that I've sort of learned and what we focus on is distribution, uniformity, head to head coverage, application rate, precipitation rate, all of those things to get an even coverage of water, but that doesn't mean you're going to have healthy plants. And so I think you're, you're totally right. And if somebody has a question for a guest that I could talk to, that is a, let's just say a plant scientist or someone that knows just a ton about plants man i would love to to talk to them and develop some content that that we can all learn from and so yeah i do i think there's this plants soil water relationship and what we always focus on is the water and people want us and the last thing that your customer probably wants to hear you say is "No, um we don't have a water problem i could definitely Turn the water up for you. I could definitely improve the coverage of this zone, but what your issue, what you have here, is not a water issue. So that's just something to uh, to think about. And you know that again, I think that's really where we can add value is to not always necessarily just say yes to our customers, but to try to explain what it is that we do, why we do it what we've seen, what we've learned. And I think that in order for the information that we try to provide, in order for our customer to be willing to listen, there's some fundamental uh, pieces of the equation that have to be done right first. So I think number one, Um, You, we, us as an industry have to be professional. We have to show up in a clean vehicle. We have to look uh, presentable ourselves. And because in order for somebody to want to know what is inside the book, they have to like the cover of the book unless they already know, like, and trust you. Before they know, like, and trust you, you've got to give them a reason uh, to trust you. And so trust, I think, is, is sort of that, first impression you have to make sure you're coming in looking and acting like the professional and I, and what i mean by that is if there's 10 if you have 10 competitors what are your competitors doing how do they look what are they wearing do they show up in cut off jeans do they show up uh, unprofessional do they take their shoes off when they enter the home you've got to do the fundamentals in order to position yourself as as an expert as someone that has some knowledge otherwise the customer may just say as you mentioned joe you know what i'm just going to go buy this sprinkler at home depot and do it myself and there are some customers that will do that no matter what and for those you just got to let them go that's okay maybe maybe just fixing that one sprinkler is not enough value uh until they want to add two three four more zones redo the system something that is a little bit more technical but either way you got to show up as a professional, in order to be professional, so I would I would consider those things. What what does your vehicle look like? Um, what what do you look like? How do you talk? How do you present yourself to the client in order to stand out? And that would allow you to position yourself so that they're willing to hear you. They're willing to ask questions, and you can sort of you know air quote consult before you perform the service. So I guess those are some things that are on my mind here this morning. I hope that helps, Joe. I wanna thank you for being a listener. Thank you for calling the Sprinkler Nerd Hotline. It was great to hear your message. And I would love to hear from anyone else that wants to call the Sprinkler Nerd Hotline, leave a message, uh, tell us a joke. I don't know. We're just gonna see where this hotline goes. And uh, yeah, I think that that's gonna wrap up this Friday, guys. Hope everybody has an awesome holiday weekend. And I am a believer that in order to work hard, you have to also work hard at not working. So go out this weekend and do not think about your job. If your customer calls you, just you know, if you feel like you're going to want to answer it, tell them you'll get back to it after the holiday weekend. Everyone deserves time off, especially now that we're a couple months into the busy season. So thank you guys for being a listener. Oh, and one more thing. If you haven't joined us on Facebook, please join the Sprinklander private community. You can look it up on Facebook. And again, it's only for green industry professionals. Uh, yes, we would like to, ha- to have you be an irrigator, But if you are a landscaper or you cut grass or you fertilize or you build decks or you put in patios, anything like that, we would love to have a diverse group of green industry professionals inside the Sprinkler Nerd private community. So look us up on Facebook. Please answer the intro questions so that we know you are a professional. And then we look forward to seeing you on the inside. So again, thanks so much, guys. And until the next episode, happy sprinkling. We'll talk to you then.